Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps and you'll get $10 off your first Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also follow my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. I hope you all enjoyed your weekends. It was a good weekend, a great Masters weekend for all of you golf fans out there like myself who watched Dustin Johnson take home his first green jacket in dramatic fashion. It was a good Sunday, one by five strokes. Um, Then yesterday, unfortunately, uh, the Bears once again put a damper on the mood, losing their fourth consecutive game. Man, they're just... A tough watch right now. Can't seem to get anything going on offense. Kind of been kind of been the story for uh, about two decades now. It's just tough to watch, man. But anyways, let's get into some Blackhawks news we got on Monday morning. And it's funny because I was actually going to put out an episode yesterday for Mailbag Monday. But right as I was about to start recording the fan segment for the show, the Blackhawks announced their reverse retro jerseys. And I also got asked uh, a couple of questions that I want to answer live on the show regarding those jerseys. So I scrapped yesterday's episode. And for the second consecutive week, Mailbag Monday will be known as Talkback Tuesday, which I promise is not going to be a permanent thing on the show, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll get into that segment a little bit later. First things first, Adidas's reverse retro jerseys for the NHL were released on Monday morning. We discussed these jerseys a little bit last week when the league hinted at what the jerseys would look like. They kind of just flashed the outlines and the color schemes and whatnot. But this time around... We actually got to see what the whole thing looks like. All 31 jerseys were released from the NHL via their social media pages. And now after seeing these, I, I, wow, I mean, I I think Adidas did uh, a really good job with the majority. As I talked about when we just knew the color schemes of some of these, some of these were looking really good. The Los Angeles Kings, I really like what they got. Um, They basically have the Los Angeles Lakers jerseys, the purple and gold. It looks super sweet. I also like the Arizona Coyotes. They have a purple sweater that's pretty cool looking. The Rangers I liked as well. Just a couple off of the top of my head. But if you haven't seen these yet, I definitely recommend giving it a quick search either on Twitter or Google, wherever. I'm sure they're not hard to find. Um, But if you haven't seen these, most of them I think are are pretty awesome. But as for the Blackhawks, it, it was interesting. I thought... 
their color scheme and everything was really awesome. Um, I honestly think they have the coolest reverse retro in the Central Division, honestly. But when the NHL revealed all 31 jerseys, the Blackhawks, they were the only team to have their jerseys showing the back rather than the front. And it's no secret why that was done. It was done to hide the logo, which uh, is a vintage Blackhawk logo from 1940. And 1940, that, that was just a different time period than today. And that logo, it was a little more descriptive of Blackhawk, I guess you could say. And, and that could be seen, um, that could be offensive to some people. And look, I'm not... Not going to turn this into a podcast about that kind of stuff. That's not what this is meant to be. But all I'm going to say is that if both Adidas and the NHL were not comfortable showing the Blackhawks logo publicly when announcing these jerseys, they were the only, as I said, they were the only team to have the back of their jersey shown rather than the front with the logo. Shouldn't that tell you something? Like, whether you agree or disagree with this topic or with the Blackhawks changing their logo. What just occurred, I think, kind of tells you all you really need to know about it. And I just want to reiterate, I'm not someone who's offended by the logo personally, but what I what I think shouldn't even go into consideration because I don't have a Native American heritage or anything of that manner. I just think that after everything that's happened this summer, you know, at the United Center there was a vandalism of the Blackhawk statue where there's been a bunch of complaints for years coming from Native Americans about the Blackhawks logo and what goes on at the United Center during home games and whatnot. Just a- after a- all of this and seeing what just happened with Adidas in the NHL, maybe the Blackhawks should think about altering their logo because it's clear people are still upset because of this. And in my opinion, it's it's just kind of sad to see these things continue to happen over the logo of a sports team. I get that it's historic, and I know what it means to the franchise, and I know they are trying to do the right thing by honoring Blackhawk. But at the same time, most people in that front office, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm going to say most people in that front office who are trying to do right by honoring Blackhawk, they aren't Native American, so... It's creating this sort of tough rift between the two sides. And right now, clearly, the relationship isn't all that great. And yet, the Blackhawks and the NHL, they they just continue to move forward with this logo and cause controversy, uh, controversy in the NHL. All right, coming up in just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to rank my top five favorite and top five least favorite reverse retro jerseys from Adidas. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like cookies and cream, toffee almond, double chocolate, and right now, Built Bar is also currently offering a limited time release of their pumpkin chocolate chip cookie and maple pecan flavors, which just like all 12 other flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps and you'll get 20% off your first Built Bar order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps for 20% off your first Built Bar order. 
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at Jack Bushman 2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. Alright, so we just finished up talking about the Blackhawks and a little bit of controversy surrounding their reverse retro jerseys. And as I talked about earlier in the show, right when I was recording an episode yesterday, their jerseys were released and one of my buddies back home, he texted me and asked me, what I thought my top five and bottom five jerseys were. And I thought that would make for an interesting conversation here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast this afternoon as we are well into off-season mode at the moment. We haven't had any real breaking Blackhawks news. It feels like it's been like three weeks now. Been a lot of talk about prospects overseas and whatnot lately. So I thought taking some time to discuss my top five and bottom five jerseys from the reverse retros. I thought that would be a fun segment. And I'm also going to post a graphic later up on Twitter with a picture showing all of these jerseys. So you listeners who haven't seen all of them yet, you can get a better sense of exactly what the jerseys are looking like for my rankings. All right, starting off at number one, ladies and gentlemen, in my top five, number one, It's got to be the Los Angeles Kings. I'm going to dub these the Kobe jerseys for the Kings, RIP to the late, great Kobe Bryant. These things are just sick. Purple and gold, such a vintage color combination. The Lakers just won the title. It's a perfect look for the Kings. So even though they won't be nearly as successful as the Lakers were last season, I still think these are the top jerseys from the reverse retros. They are awesome looking sweaters for the Los Angeles Kings. But checking in at a close number two, I have the Calgary Flames. I talked in an episode last week how I was pretty upset because the Blackhawks and the Flames had the exact same color scheme. Well, it turns out their jerseys were, uh, they were much, much different from each other. Calgary now has a dragon breathing fire out of his nose as the logo for the reverse retro jerseys. They have a super cool black and gold color scheme. Um, The Flames, I really thought they have one of the top reverse retro jerseys from Adidas. They, They fight the Los Angeles Kings for that number one spot, but I thought the classic Kobe jerseys were just too much to be overthrown at number one. But coming in at number three, I would have to go with The Arizona Coyotes, the Pacific Division honestly just dominated these jerseys, Um, but Arizona themselves, they had a pretty nifty one. They had the purple sweater with uh, the vintage Kachina logo. They also, like, what I really liked about their jerseys was that they have a really detailed bottom, uh, or outline, I should say, at the bottom of their jerseys. It's like a sunset in the desert with some cacti and, and stuff like that. I don't know. I thought... The Coyotes' jerseys were probably the best detailed of all the reverse retro jerseys. So that's why I had them at number three. Coming in at number four, I have the Washington Capitals. They have the red jersey with the big blue eagle across the front. I've always liked when the Capitals rock the Eagles on the uh, rock the eagle, I should say, on the front of their jerseys. I thought Adidas did a really good job of making those colors pop and also making that eagle really sweet looking. So I had Washington 
at number four. And then at number five, to round out my top five, I have the Colorado Avalanche. They're the only team I thought that had white as their main color that had a really, really good jersey. So I, I thought... Adidas did a good job of this. They had the old uh, Quebec Nordiques logo with the maroon color scheme. And then they also have, like, maroon fleur-de-lis at the bottom of the jersey that the uh, Quebec Nordiques used to have. So, overall, I thought Adidas, they did really good with uh, a really good job with the whites that the Colorado Avalanche had. Um, they also had some really good details, as I said earlier. The Coyotes had a really cool design at the bottom as well. So overall, I, I was really happy with what Adidas did with these reverse retro jerseys. I thought they added in some nice detail on a couple of them. I thought for the majority, they had a really solid color color scheme. Um, but honestly, some of them they they just were they just weren't it in my opinion. There were still a couple of uglies in the bunch, plus a couple of just super bland jerseys where. It looks like Adidas didn't even try, so I still got to give a bottom five rankings because there were still some pretty bad ones in the litter. Uh, this time, I'll count down from number five. So at number five, to start off my bottom five, I have the Carolina Hurricanes. And the tough part about it is these jerseys could have been really cool, but instead, Adidas went with a gray majority color scheme. They had the Hartford Whalers jersey. There was a little bit of green sprinkled in there, but the majority of the jersey was gray. And I thought they just could have gone a completely different direction with this jersey. And they really settled on a, a pretty boring look for the Carolina Hurricanes. So I had them at number five. At number four, I have the Minnesota Wild. They basically look like an advertisement for Subway. They have, like, that same yellow and green design as the Subway logo. Uh, so maybe they should get a partnership for when they wear these jerseys in the regular season. These things were just horrendous for the Minnesota Wild. I have them at number four. At number three, I have the Florida Panthers, who literally no one probably could tell that these are retro jerseys for them. Like... I know they're not an old franchise, but these honestly look like the same alternate jerseys they've worn for the past handful of years now. So if you if you like told people in Florida or told told Panthers fans that they, they just didn't get a reverse retro jersey, honestly, I don't think they'd be able to tell because they're literally no different from the alternates they've worn in the past. I thought this was just a poor effort overall on Adidas's part. And if I was a Panthers fan, I'd be pretty upset with this result. So I have the Panthers at number three. At number two, I have the New Jersey Devils, who literally are Christmas-themed. Like, if these were worn for a Winter Classic or, you know, maybe a holiday special or something like that, I don't know. I would like them in that case, but right for a retro jersey that they're going to wear probably all around the season... They literally look like they're throw-up green with some red along the way. I don't know. Some people thought this jersey was awesome. I'm not one of them. I just don't even like the thought of the New Jersey Devils wearing green. But they weren't the worst, in my opinion. I had the Devils at number two. Coming in at number one, the worst reverse retro jersey in the league, in my opinion, goes to the Detroit Red Wings. And I promise you, I'm not saying this as a biased Blackhawks fan or anything. These jerseys are honestly that horrible like they're the Red Wings road jerseys they're the same white jerseys just with a gray line at the bottom there was nothing done to the sweater at all besides adding that gray line this is bad 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 
There's no color to it. The whole jersey's just white. The Red Wings logo is super small in its own, so it's barely noticeable. It's uh, basically a whole white jersey with an ugly gray sweater at the bottom, and this was the worst of the worst to me because uh, literally Adidas did nothing, and I also feel bad for the Wings fans here because not only do they have probably the worst roster in the NHL next season, but they also have the worst reverse retro jerseys. A quick jab there I had to get in, of course. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There are my top five and bottom five reverse retro jerseys from Adidas. Coming up in just a minute is our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, except, of course, it's Tuesday. So we're going to go with Talk Back Tuesday, where I answer a question from a couple lucky listeners right here on the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, so I just finished sharing my top five and bottom five reverse retro jerseys from Adidas. Before I wrap things up today, there was one more question I wanted to answer as part of Talk Back Tuesday. The first, obviously, was my top five and bottom five reverse retro jerseys. The second question I want to answer came via email from Ken Malik, who, emailed, as I said, emailed in the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast over the weekend. Ken asked... Jack, do you think the NHL will actually have the season started by January 1st? I personally just have a really hard time seeing that happening. Well, Ken, the league continues to meet every day to try and get the start of the regular season figured out. Progress is rumored to have been made, but also at the same time, nothing is set in stone at the moment. January 1st, we know, is their target date, but I really think that means they have to have things figured out. Probably in the next week or so. I think it has to get done before Thanksgiving happens. And right now, that seems to be like a bit of an issue, especially with uh, some money issues happening between the players and the league. So with a January 1st start date, I I don't know. You also have to think training camps with a January 1st start date, they would have to be opening up sometime in early December. And that's right around the corner. So Ken, I would probably say there's a 60-40 chance that the NHL does not start on January 1st. But at the same time, if they can figure things out in a hurry like the NBA did, I give them probably a a week, then I think it it is possible for the NHL to start on January 1st, especially because I know Gary Bettman and the entire league would like to maximize as much revenue as possible after losing so much last season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Talk Back Tuesday, November 17th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And 
after the show. Ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams from around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until the next episode, thanks again for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.